Oh, man. Well, uh, sure everybody knows, but um, what a game last night. Uh, I definitely think that even though it's over, the Portland OKC series was uh, probably the most exciting storyline to follow. But it has concluded on a buzzer beater from nearly half court from Damian Lillard. Ice in his veins. That dude, he had 50 points last night. He had he he was the Blazers offense. I mean, he literally was the Blazers offense. He had almost half their points. Um and he I don't know if he came out of the game at all. As a as a Thunder fan, it hurts. That's tough. Uh, Mark's third year with a first round exit. Oh, two out of the three have been four ones. Got to figure something out. But um, Denver also stomped the Spurs by eighteen. So that that series um, continues. Goes back to San Antonio. But it looks like the Warriors um, could wrap theirs up tonight. They're up 3-1. And uh, they're going back home to Oracle. So then we also have Houston and Utah tonight as well. Also 3-1. So could have 95% of the first round done uh, by the end of tonight. And start moving on to the second round. And then it's all eyes on San Antonio and Denver. Uh, this playoffs so far is not disappointed, and uh, I don't think it will disappoint. <clears throat> I'd, love to, I'd love to know your thoughts or, um, on last night, your recap, uh, anything shocking, crazy. Uh, my prediction was obviously wrong. The, <laughs> I thought Thunder would pull it out. It looked like they were and just couldn't quite close the last five possessions. I don't think they scored. And, oh, man, brutal to watch. But much, much, much respect to the Trailblazers. They played an incredible series. Um, and I wish them the best as they move on to the next round. But anyways, kind of moving into the main subject of today. It's probably going to be a little bit shorter, uh, kind of a hodgepodge. But something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit on that I think – everyone can resonate with is, uh, is advertising. I, I mean, shoot, I have a little bit of advertising on podcasts. It, what I'm, what I'm learning and I'm, I'll say it's learning in a deeper sense. I, this obviously was kind of, I was obviously, you know, made aware of this, but is adver- how, how much advertising really does run the world. Like people say money makes the world go round. Well, it's, advertisers money who makes the world go around and working for an advertising company is like you're kind of in the cockpit uh examples are i mean shoot youtube look look at how far youtube has come uh just from a bunch of weirdos in their garage or bedroom making uh vlogs to you know jake paul logan paul you know, full-blown full-blown news show and philip defranco uh, and now, uh, like the other day I was watching a video and 
I think it was, or I was going to watch a video. I actually quit because it was 20 minutes long and it had four ads. What does that sound like to you? Sounds like TV to me. Sounds like your classic TV, four ads in 20 minutes. Usually it's about one ad per, I mean, one ad per video, but then uh, per 10 minutes you get like a mid-roll or something, which by the way, YouTube mid-rolls blows. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. It'll be mid that Have you been having trouble sleeping? <laughs> That was just an example, but you'll be mid-sentence and it cuts them off and then it actually picks up like a little bit after as opposed to like, re- I think it should be an auto buffer to like three seconds before the ad so you can't, don't get lost in the thought or something important like that. But every time it does, I feel like, I think my, my internet or the video is like crashing because it just like stops. There's like one, two, and then ad kicks in, but, uh. This is coming from someone who hates ads, hates advertising, hates commercials, because I uh, have a vehement belief that they are, I don't like being told what to think and what to want. And at the core, that's what it is. And, you know, most people say, oh, they're just trying to get their product out there. And it's like, no, they're trying to get their product out there in an attractive way. And a lot of times they're telling you, this is what you want this is, and, and give you an image of something that isn't real, but, in, and then plug their product into that image and say, and essentially trying to subconsciously tell you, like, if you get our product, this is what happens. And I don't like it because it can be so mindless, meaning you don't think about it and you don't realize it. Um, and you'll catch yourself, you'll like in, in a commercial break or in an ad break, and you're just sitting there looking at it and you're not really thinking about it. And that's what, that's when it gets dangerous is when you're not actively thinking about what's being thrown at you. And because then you're just soaking it up. It's going into your brain. And then before long, after you see it over and over and over again, you'll find yourself interested and, you know, maybe coming around to the idea and all, not all the time. It's a bad thing. You know, there are great products out there that revolutionize our lives, um, that make things better and are great. I mean, shoot. uh, I think, I think the Roomba is an amazing uh, I, I kind of thought robot vacuums were a sham and then now I have hardwood floors and a white fluffy dog and uh, I realize uh, I would have to sweep every day and vacuum take my little hand vacuum to the crevices to get all his hair that he sheds. I'm like, you know what? It would be awesome if I had a vacuum that would automatically run once or twice a day um, and just kind of keep it generally clean and then I only have to deep clean once a week. And here we are. I don't have one yet, but uh, hopefully I'm going to get one this summer. But things like that. But so that that's my problem with commercials, though, is that it, it really is like programming in a, in a lot of ways or attempted programming. And I know I might be getting a little bit out there for some people like, you know, Big Brother trying to program us and brainwash us. Not really. I'm just saying, like, look, they just it's one of those things where it's, you know, you throw a you, you throw a ball at a wall hit the same spot over and over and over again, you're eventually going to make a dent, you know? Eventually. It might take, depending on what kind of ball, if it's made out of rubber going up against a brick, or if it's a bowling ball and the wall is made out of foam, you know? It's like, it just, it depends on the context, but you'll eventually get somewhere. And so I'm annoyed with commercials. I usually mute it, try and look away, because I don't want that in my brain a lot. And it's unavoidable, but I think today more than ever, like we, today versus 10 years ago, 
or a decade ago in the last decade in the 2000s, we see probably 10 times the ads that on a daily basis than that we did back then um, with, with the smartphone and social media and it's insane. And now you have things like your echo dot and your Google home that are always listening. You can just talk about something and then boom, all of a sudden you're going to, you're going to see ads up. And it's like, kind of makes me think of when I was little and you'd see those futuristic movies where there's just freaking floating billboards and like, there's an ad on everything. It's kind of coming to fruition. Like there is literally an ad on everything. Um, kind of, kind of blows my mind a little bit, but you see in YouTube now, like I said, it's, it's funny because you have these mediums and things that started that were, and you, you have the trend of cord cutting, you know, it's like, Oh, we're getting away from the traditional mode of television or, or whatever, how I'm getting my content, I'm getting away from the traditional mode. I'm going rogue. And we're going to do something cool and innovative that hasn't been that that hasn't had the advertisers not supposed to be advertisers, but it hasn't been sold out to the man. And I think there's an inevitability that eventually something gets big enough like that it sells out to the man. Um, I'm going to keep going back to it, but I mean, look at YouTube. Like I said, it used to be no ads and it was awesome. And then it was like, yeah, we're just going to put like a 20 second ad, but you can skip it after the first three seconds. And it's no big deal. Now there's some ads that aren't skippable and they're 20 ish seconds. Sometimes you can skip. Now they have mid rolls. Now they have, can we talk about the back of video ads? The video's over and all of a sudden an ad starts playing. Does anyone else freak out that they're, that it's, that your autoplay is on, it's going into the next video because as somebody who, who always makes sure to turn autoplay off because I hate it and I always crack up in class though how my professors never understood autoplay, that it was always a thing and so they'd show you a video and then they'd change back to the tab and all of a sudden you'd hear some random videos start playing. They're like, what the heck? And I just want to be like, autoplay is on, just turn it off. But I'm always like, ah, I was like, what is like the first time it happened? I was like, hold on, will someone turn autoplay on? Like, what is happening here? Um, no, no one turned autoplay on. It was just, it's just back, back rolls. Nope. That's a weird term. Um, it's just, it's just the back, uh, it's, uh, ads at the back of videos kind of funky. Cause it's, I automatically close away, but Hey, I mean, if that's an ad spot they want to sell, who am I to tell them? No, it's their, it's their business. Right. But so now with this trend and YouTube doing that, it's almost like, Oh, well, so much for, uh, <laughs> so much for this being different. It really is just turning into regular TV. Now you have ads that you can't skip and then, um, switching over. I won't just hit on YouTube, but like, uh, for instance, I, uh, I do Hulu TV and I thought this was gonna be a great investment. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to cut some cords here. It's going to be awesome. And, and you know, they have ads. I will say this, the, the, the cheaper version of Hulu not the live TV, but the, just the cheaper version of Hulu isn't even worth your money because they what they do is they they put you between a rock and a hard place. They put so many ads on it that it'll drive you. If you're someone like me, it'll drive you insane, and you're like, take my take more of my money because I can't handle this. And basically, it's just it's forcing you. It's subtly, not so subtly, forcing you 
to be like, hey, you don't want ads because they'll put like 150 seconds or 180 seconds of ads. And it's like, oh, this is actually just me just watching some watching TV that's not live. That's literally what I'm doing here. You're just saying, hey, you can get all you can get TV shows. You can watch them whenever you want, but it's going to be exactly the same as if you just had a cable subscription and just DVR them and just saved them in your DVR. And and so they force you into that. But then some the the bigger issue I have with Hulu is so the live TV, the live TV. Um, I get that the live TV, you have to have your advertisements when you're watching it, but they, they have this cool thing. It's like, oh, you can DVR it. Well, for me, a big part of the DVRing something was you could watch it later and you could fast forward through the parts you didn't want to see and you could just watch the parts you want to see, specifically fast forward through commercials. Well, now, and I've even heard this about regular DVRs. There, So some regular, like, cable companies and stuff not allowing this but uh on hulu's dvr you can't you can't fast forward through the the ads and so this is where it's actually the cord cutter is actually worse than the cord in that instance because it's like i'm just i just want to watch this um say i recorded a game and i was like i want to go through and watch the game and i have to sit there and watch every single ad at every single break and so then it where whereas dvr watching dvr yes the benefit of oh i can watch it whenever i want um but also there was the the secondary benefit of uh, i can i can watch it at a faster pace and get through it a little bit quicker because if i don't have the time to sit down and watch it when it aired i probably don't have the time to sit down and watch it um just just watch spend that much time watching it in general and that's that is now taken away and so here's an instance where i think we've more so taken a step back or advertisers have seen an opportunity and taken advantage of an opportunity that was supposed to um push us what i would say is in a better direction or more user-friendly direction and actually backfired heavily was uh with that and so that's something that really really annoys me and i but uh, i haven't tried out I had PlayStation View for a little bit, um, but it was just a little bit too expensive and a little clunky because it's through PlayStation, and so it wasn't offered through like every um, every different service or every different platform, I guess is what I would say. And then, um, so now I'm, I've been trying out Hulu, and I enjoy it, but I'm also thinking about trying out Sling TV. I hear, I hear it. It's it's not too bad, um, but what pissed me off about Sling TV is when I actually looked into it and almost got it. I uh, it's like you know TV a la carte. We don't have it, it, that's not completely true. It's actually more of a lie because there's not truly TV a la carte yet because the way the contracts are set up with networks and and the companies, it's not just like I want just this channel. I'll pay. 99 cents or a dollar or a dollar 99 for this channel you know and then you can just go and pick five or six channels and it's like all right i have this tv package that's boom um or it's not like oh you have a base package of 25 dollars or whatever or 30 dollars and it's like you can go and pick these 10 or 12 uh channels um you know because there's a tier system as far as like your premium channels versus your non-premium channels if you you know, it's like if you want for so for me, I'm a sports guy, right? All I ever really care about is the sports TV and anymore. I don't have time to watch anything else. But the problem is when I was looking in the sling, it's like you get their you have to get their base package of like 25 or 30 bucks. But then 
and then or actually you have to upgrade one get their like deluxe package it's like 40 or 45 bucks and then it's and that'll give you because the base doesn't even give you i think it maybe gives you espn but it doesn't give you um i don't think it did it doesn't give you the sports channels and so the, a it's like you can't even start from the base package and get any sports panel channels you have to up you have to do their mid-tier and then it's like all right that only gives you espn one espn two and it's like i kind of you know it's neat to have uh some you know I, I if you really all you care about is sports it's like what i would want is just all the sports channels or most of the sports channels well to do that you have to then buy get the sports add-on and they had they had a couple different sports add-ons that you couldn't modify and so one i didn't like either one of them over the other because one say it's one one had like three of the five extra channels or whatever it was that were offered i liked more but then um Two, two of the five on the other one or three of the five on the other one I liked. So it's like I didn't like a couple of the channels, but I equally liked three of the channels. I was like, I wish I could pick these two from this one and, and these three from, from this package and then have my own package um, because that would actually be a la carte. And so I was like, this is, this is really worthless and I'm actually not really saving that much money compared to what I was doing through, I think at the time at PlayStation View, I was like, this isn't saving saving me any money because I'm having to go through the typical process, which is still, and it's still because, although there are cord cutting companies and that is a lot of times cheaper than going through your traditional you know, cable or dish networks, the problem is, I, 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 this is my, this is what I theorize or hypothesize. Problem is that the way that these network contracts are still set up, and um, and and it's still set up through the old school method. And so, even though these cord cutting companies uh, can jump in and provide these channels, it still has to be done in a certain way. And I don't understand all the ins and outs of it. And I'm probably missing something. And hopefully, someone out there knows more than me, and they're going to listen to me and they're going to correct me a little bit. But this is what I'm just what I'm kind of theorizing. And um, you know, it it it, it sucks because. It's, it's like, I really only like, I would pay five bucks a channel or something like that and have like only three or four channels and, or three or four networks and be fine. But you're ultimately screwed and you have to pay at least 30 to 50 bucks a month to even start the conversation. And so I, we truly haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten to the final form as far, far as like a la carte TV goes, but I'm confident that we will continue to get there because like ESPN tried to re- release ESPN plus. Um, and apparently that's flopping. So I've heard, I don't, I don't know for sure. Can't confirm, but um, it's not doing super well, I guess. And so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But uh, I, it kind of intrigued me, but then at the same time, it's like, Oh, I'm just getting a little bit of extra content for like, I thought I was be, be getting ESPN, but it comes back to, you know, those contracts. And it's like, if they could escape those contracts or find a work through in the contracts where they'd be like, Hey, yeah, we want to, we want to, you can get ESPN. You can watch live like ESPN through us through ESPN and do this and only pay us to subscribe. It's like, I would totally do that. I would absolutely do that. But that's, you know, just kind of, my my experience and observation as I've kind of explored because I've kind of been on a mission to find you know the best uh, streaming method and cord cutting method here is you know trying trying to work around and honestly with how much work I've put in there have been times where it's like 
you know, on the traditional route may not be bad. It's relatively painless. I might pay a little bit more, but it's all going to be right there and centralized. And so it's not the absolute worst thing in the world. And also, uh, you know, cutting cord, at least in my opinion, isn't all that it's cracked up to be all the time. So it's not quite there, but I think it's still working progress. And but definitely a big hump that we always have to get over and all, it will always be on the horizon. It's like the Grim Reaper, but um, is ad agencies. They freaking control everything. They eventually infiltrate. And um, I mean, and here's the problem, right? At all these companies are trying to trying to make money, trying to be as profitable, profitable as possible. And at the end of the day, it's like, how can you, you know, say no to making a little cash? Like I even throw, I'm willing to put advertisements on, uh, my podcast. Now I, I like the Joe Rogan form where it's his first four or five minutes are just all his ads and sponsors. And I just skip right through them every time. Sometimes you can listen to them and get some good deals, but most of the time you just skip it. And you know, I, I have a feeling that's what people do on mine, but I also think I would have a point where I wouldn't, I would hit a limit. I'd limit myself, you know, um, this is saying if I ever got to this point, which I doubt I will, but limiting, not just, not just taking every single advertiser I can, um, and just to make the most money possible because I want to have something that's enjoyable. And as someone who sit here, sits here and is super annoyed with advertisers and how they can just eventually gain control of everything because they just throw more and more money at people and people just can't say no and put them at bay. Um, I, I couldn't do that. You know, I couldn't do that to my listeners. Couldn't do that to my, myself, my show, but, um, yeah, you see they've, they've infiltrated, they've, they've successfully fully infiltrated YouTube where they've even started moderating their content because ads and advertisers were on videos that they didn't like and didn't agree with. And so now, oh, they pay the bills. So now we got to bend to their will. And it's not like, no, here's what we're going to do this. We're going to, and, and, and I think it was wrongly done. You know, like, I think the advertisers had a right to complain because they were like, it was like a Coke ad on like a KKK video or a neo-Nazi video. And you're like, okay, um, drink your ice cold Coca-Cola and then shave your head and grab a bed sheet and let's go burn, burn some crosses. Like, whoa, calm down there. <laughs> Uh, you know, if I was Coke, I would be like, nope, nope, no, nope. uh, that'd be terrifying. But, you know, so I get why they're upset there, but then it's, but then now we've had the demonetate demonetization, uh, craze where videos that aren't, that are just even controversial, boom, demonetized immediately. And I was like, that's it's taking, taking a huge hit on YouTubers. So, <sighs> Yeah, that's just that's just a little bit about my insight as far as into advertisings and advertising and commercials. Uh, love to know, you know, where you stand on the subject matter. I obviously am on, on the end of the spectrum where I don't, I'm not a huge fan of ads all the time. Um, I will say this though, like I have utilized certain ads, especially on some podcasts where they have deals and things like that. I'm not against them. I understand the necessary evil. I don't even want to call it an evil, but the necessity of or inevitability of ad companies. I just wish it was not always the inevitability of like Agent Smith going rogue in the Matrix. That eventually everything is Agent Smith. That eventually something comes along. You think it's awesome. It gets big. And then all of a sudden, boom, here come the advertisers. All oh, the kids are using this. How oh, we got to get in there. We got to get in there and we got we to gotta put them everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. It's like, can we at least just limit this? Like I want one company to be like, no, we're going to limit this. 
we're not going to keep it going because I mean, I remember back in the good old days when Hulu first started and it was like 60 second or, or and it was like two ads or something like that. Now it's like five ads. And I'm and I'm like, this is the exact same as watching regular TV. I got this because I didn't want regular TV. Why are you doing this to me? And here we are, you know. So it's a little bit of my rage and frustration towards ad companies. But anyways, I'd love to know your take, where you stand, if you care at all. You may not think this is an issue. This is a kind of a non-starter topic. But I'm uh, going to close back with a little bit of sports. So if you don't care about sports, you can stop listening. Meow. Uh, actually, before you stop, uh, don't forget to chime in in the conversation at Rambling Viking on Twitter or the rambling viking at gmail.com. Uh, tweet me, DM me, email me, whatever. But I want to hear your thoughts. Or you can go on Anchor. You can leave me a voice message if that'd be easier for you. And just uh, give me one of those and I'll respond to it on the next episode. Um, <clears throat> try and get back to you, try and address it. I uh, love to get this conversation going. Uh, something to look forward to. I'm going to uh, do a recap on unconscious bias where I go through and take all the quizzes and, and look at the different things on the site that I uh, talked about a couple episodes ago. But, anyways, Thank you for listening. Uh, time to close out with a little bit of sports talk. <sighs> the playoffs. Wow. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. I'm going to be honest. No. Um, really, all I had to say was it's it's incredible to see, and this is coming from a Thunder fan's point of view, but uh, if you're on Reddit and you know, check the NBA and everything like that, and the amount of hate that that Russell takes, that's really that's really the only thing I didn't talk about in the beginning that I want to talk about now is just like the amount of criticism that he gets. Now, I will say this: I I have a little bit as of late. I take a little bit of issue with the, the, the interview, the media interview stuff, but all in all, it's nothing new. He's, he's been like this with the media since day one. He's just not a fan. And you know, he'll, he'll kind of answer the questions, but where people say you have a responsibility to tell us about your personality. It's like when everything you do all the time is completely scrutinized. It's like, I, I think it's okay to give some kind of non answers you know, and, and besides, and that's, and that's fine, especially since we all know that all this, all the media is, is just, is just BS. I, for some people it's like, okay, if it, it makes the fans feel closer, more connected to players, they get to see their personality. And it's like, yeah, in some sense, but really, if you think about it, they ask me these, these questions and it's always the same softball answers. And I'm not mad about it because it's like, what else are they supposed to say? They're not going to sit there and break down your entire strategy. Coaches will sometimes give you a little bit of insight, but all in all, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we all we all came together and we kept fighting. You know, we locked down our defense and got some steals and we're able to produce on the offensive end. Boom. There's your answer, your generic answer, you know, and it's it, it it's it's. So that's where that's where I take issue with people getting super upset. They're like, he's not he's not even giving the, the many answers. A, not every question deserves to be answered. Some questions are kind of loaded questions and they're trying to really poke and prod in an area where I don't think it's smart to 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 give them like a, a real answer. But then other times 
it's it's like, dude, this is a softball question. It's like, ah, I don't feel like giving the same answer next question or like whatever, or be like, you know, I'm not really sure. And because that's technically still an answer. It's not get. I, here's what it is: not giving the responses that the media wants, but the responses that they deserve. No, <laughs> um, they're not giving the responses they want, but they are still giving a response in some sense. You want to get technical about it, but nonetheless, it's uh, been an interesting storyline. I'd love to hear your take on that situation on um, any playoff situation. Uh, as far as the NBA goes, uh, sorry, not following NHL or vaguely follow. I'll probably follow a little bit more now, um, but um going to keep these, uh, the NBA episodes, the playoff episodes coming as they progress. Once we get into the second round, I'm going to do my predictions and do a look at it. Might even wait until after the first game in the second round. Just space that a little bit. But anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Don't forget to, um, if you enjoy the show, just give me a quick rating. Uh, but also, you want to chime in on anything at Rambling Viking uh, on Twitter and then the Rambling Viking at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. See you uh, until next time.